thank theologies for the clergy. I just believe in Jesus. Certain hermeneutics of eschatology demand an exegetical approach. I think you shouldn't question what you were taught in church. Isn't that blasphemy or something? Theology. Theology. Unplugged. Okay, let's start with the primary arguments in favor of abortion this time. Um, we, we've covered a lot so far, but let's kind of get down to the, the nitty-gritty, what it is that is, is the meat and potatoes of what uh, the pro-life view, what their arguments today would be about abortion. And I'm, I'm talking about today, not the way that it may have been years ago, but the things that we're, we, well, at least we look at and we go across and we say, these, these are the best things that we can find. And I don't think there'd be something out there hidden that nobody's using yet. So the arguments are pretty easy to find. So we're going to talk about uh, how, how many is there, Clint, here? Five, five arguments for um, pro-life or in favor of abortion. I mean, and in favor of abortion, I guess that's a wrong spin to put on it because I guess nobody would necessarily say they're in favor of abortion. They're just in favor of pro-life, right? I don't, know. I don't know if that's true anymore. No. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Most people still would say, "I don't. I'm not in favor of abortion per se, but I think a woman should have the right." I or mean, I'm personally a, a against growing, it. A I'm, growing trend is, in, like, shouting it. There and, is a growing faction that has decided. Why are we ashamed of this? Let's celebrate it. I'm, I'm proud of my abortion. Some of them will tweet things like, "I wish I could have had more." <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> yeah. I can I think. I think those. I don't know if they represent a lot of people. My guess, I'm trying to figure out why know. they say that. My guess is part of it's just because they're so, um, it's, it's, their, it's their leading issue in life. Mm. And they are scared to death yeah. that that right will be taken away, which in their mind means pretty much the world comes to an end. And By the way, did I ever mention that my mother's mother, my grandmother on my mother's side had 13 abortions? What? Yeah. And my mother was just kind of... She just decided she was going to abort her, but decided to keep her. And Thank you. It must have been like back alley or something. Basically. Yeah, it was. It was back then. She was a she uh, Indian reservation. That that kind of stuff. I don't know exactly wow. how they it's, got. It's Native American. Yeah. Well, I'm one of them, so I can call so myself. You, so you call have to call me a Native American, right. but I can call myself an Indian. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> You're at least one one thousand twenty fourth. That's right. I'm one eighth. That's one eighth. right. So One eighth Cherokee. Don't don't talk bad about me. We won't do any podcast against uh, the Cherokees. That's for sure. Because didn't you, did, did you I'll, I'll be doing my own podcast on how I'm against you. You uh, white sooners, white, white interloping imperialists. Yeah. Well, the, what was the thing I saw with the guy he says that um, the Native American dude says he's he's in like the uh, hardware store. He's buy he's buying a bag of dirt soil, and the guy. And he tells the guy next to him, uh, we're buying our land back one bag at a time. <laughs> and this time we're keeping receipts. <laughs> That's good. Okay, so okay. start us off, Clint. All right, so this, so the BBC has this little bullet-pointed thing. and I mean, you should probably find other ones, but leading arguments. BBC would be just about as good as any place to get this kind yeah, of well, stuff sure, from. Sure, it works. <laughs> Women's rights arguments in favor of abortion. Uh, so I'll try to list them all. It is interesting how they put that, though, in favor of abortion. So you're yeah. kind of right. I mean, it's not 
these are pro-choice arguments. These are in right. favor of abortion, and they unabashedly put that there. They title it that. Now, of course, as we see, all of the five points here, all the five arguments, are basically pro-choice arguments. Yes. Yeah. But they don't call it that, do they, at the top? They say they're pretty brazen in about favor. that. It's in We're in favor. Well, so, so the first one there says, um, the first argument is, women have a moral right to decide what to do with their bodies. Okay. That's number one. You want to read through them and then talk about them? Yeah. The second one is, the right to abortion is vital for gender equality. The third one is, the right to abortion is vital for individual women to achieve their full potential. Mm-hmm. Then, the next one is, banning abortion puts women at risk by forcing them to use illegal abortionists. And the last one is that the right to abortion should be part of a portfolio of pregnancy rights that enables women to make a truly free choice whether to end a pregnancy. That last one sounds to me kind of like it's just the thing you hear all the time now, which is it's a health, it's just women's health care. Yeah. Like women, women and their health care. A portfolio of pregnancy rights. I've never heard I, that phrase. I, I didn't realize that a portfolio would at least necessitate two things yeah either you're pregnant or you're not so i'm like trying to figure out this portfolio of pregnancy rights mm. what that would act that that's gobbledygook if you ask me but well, anyway before let's, let's before get we get through those okay. individual arguments i thought it was interesting what, what you had stated clint about what is absent right it's glaring isn't it then it's absence yeah now, one of these even breathes a hint of anything related to the morality of the unborn. And that is why. It's utterly avoided. Well, I mean, we know, we, we said this in a previous podcast, why. and we all, and I think most people listening sort of, you, they're thinking, oh yeah, I guess I kind of know why. It is absolutely not in their interest to really make mention of that. Mm. Because that is the, as we'll see, that's, that's where we start. I mean, uh, the pro-life side be, puts that number one. That's the most important thing way before uh, the discussion about various rights people have over their body, it's the unborn, and they just they just punt on it. They don't these don't even mention it. And of course, in everyday life, if you read what is essays it? and articles, and if you if you listen to politicians, whatever, they'll never bring it up either, right? Yeah, they'll never bring that up either. Yeah. Um, I think I think in fact, I almost respect people who have the guts to at least bring it up. Yeah, even if they say, you know. Um, even if they try to make a case for, oh, the unborn is not a real person, the unborn is, you know, um, it's uh, biblically or scientifically, whatever, however they, I at least give them a little bit of credit for just... So that's what's missing, is that, that something about uh, anything about whether it's a life, right? Yeah, yeah. The, these guys don't even bring it up. Like it, you would almost, if you only read this list and you didn't read anything else, you might forget what abortion is. <laughs> forget that this procedure involves yeah. a baby. Yeah, exactly. That, that's interesting. I mean, and and that's a that's the is maybe we'd make the argument and say because that day has been won by the other side, it's over. There's not even a debate as to whether it's a life. Most most now even abortionists, well, even pro-lifers are willing to admit even if it is a life. Is that the kind of deal? Well, no. The thing is, if that were the case, if the day were won by. Well, the, just the on that particular crowd. argument. Well, no, the thing is, then they wouldn't have to list five bullet points of the best arguments in favor of abortion. But but it's even if this is a life, 
these outweigh that, right? Because we've mentioned that yeah, before. Yeah, oh, that's what, at the end of the day, that's what they're forced to say. That, but let's go ahead with the first one and we'll, well see why. Okay. Well, well, I mean, think about this too. Um, okay, so it's not as if the, look, nobody said, well, I guess we lost, guys. Let's just go home and not do this anymore. Nobody's saying that, but yeah. isn't it a sign of weakness, though? Doesn't it? Isn't it sort of like, uh, aren't you tipping your hand that if you had more confidence, um, then you would, you might say that. You might head off the other side by saying, and by the way, you know, this is not a human being, whatever you would say. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but, the, but the avoidance of it looks like weakness to me. Yeah. Like I'm, like I don't, I don't want to bring that up on their because, part because that looks. That looks like if that comes up, that's bad. That's bad for us. Yeah. You know, I mean, some people have like we did the violinist thing that the famous argument by that yep. that individual, and sh she at least had the guts to go ahead and say, you know what, let's stop, let's stop, let's stop screwing around here. It's it's a, it's it is a, human, a human being. Yeah. But you know, had up other reasons why you can kill this, and and she's not the only one. There are other people that do it. Right. But on the popular level, I think most people have an innate sense. This is my view anyway. That there's something um, there's something innate in people. Uh, there's something sort of naturally revealed. There's some moral common sense that tells them, yeah, I'm I'm, a, I'm at least a little sheepish about it. Which, by the way, is why so many well-meaning people will say, I would never do it. Uh -huh. But I'm pro-choice for others. But uh -huh. I would never do it. And I always ask, why wouldn't you ever do it? Right. And then what they say is very telling after that. Yeah. Because it will always be, I couldn't kill my baby. Really? Yeah. But so, so okay. <laughs> well, that's how noble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, that's like, let me say, I mean, you know, we could, you know, I wouldn't, I mean, I'm not for, I'm not for, you know, putting a blowtorch to your kid to, uh, to discipline yeah. them. Now, that's me. That's just me. That's just it sort me. of subjectivizes something that you would Wait, think it's like Seinfeld, though. Not that there's anything wrong with it. Not that it. there's anything wrong with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So do you want to do sort of say yeah. a word about each yeah. of these bullet points? Go so the first it. one then, so women have a moral right to decide what to do with their bodies. Bodily well, autonomy. Take out, take, right. okay, so let's just do a little quick experiment. Take the baby out of the equation and pretend, pretend, just move the forceps over to a different thing, a different organ, Yeah. anything, anything except a baby. And you're going in to have them, to ask them to remove that thing. Anybody, anybody got a problem with it? Crickets with crickets. <laughs> In other words, um, I would say that we all that out, outside of the concern of another living being, obviously everyone has a moral right to yeah. decide. If they're having a gallbladder surgery, have no you problem have with right, it. You have every right in the world to seek treatment for that and have your gallbladder removed. Yeah, I mean, is there any other procedure you know of? Mm -hmm. uh, where so you know where 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 that many people are are so against it and it's so controversial. Well, and what Why about, would that well, be? Let's say what about people that have like severe body dysmorphia and think that they should be mm -hmm. amputees? People, there's pushback on that. Right. There's not the talk of bodily autonomy at that point because there's their concern yeah. for. And do you that's a libertarian so, uh, yeah. issue because you're saying should a grown person have the right to to have their arm lopped off? If they darn well choose, it's their arm, not yours, and they're grown up. In this case, we're talking about something slightly different. Because that is slightly different. It's, you're talking it's about not just part. removal of a part. You're talking about death Stop. and not just of you. Re repeat that. Anyway, okay. You're not so, so in this case, it's different from the, from the person who wants to have an unnecessary surgery mm -hmm. because, A, you're not just doing something. You're not just disfiguring. You're, you're killing. Yeah. 
and B, it ain't you. Yes. It's someone else. Yeah. They're in so, you. It's, this isn't. This is about a body within a body. Right. So and you're the talking big thing about- is, is their body. It's it's their body. I mean, the woman had the right to decide. We're all we're all fine with that up into the point where their body implies that this is you, yeah. right? Right. As though even if it's alive, even if it's alive, yes. it is you. And then that that's when they become science deniers because right. the body within inside them. Their body is not their body. Okay. That is a separate human body. And, and what the thing is, them. our culture is really into the harm principle. I mean, most people have this idea that, man, you're free to do whatever you want unless you bring anyone else harm. That's kind of like the bare bones, bare minimal ethical baseline sure. that everyone seems to agree with. But then you get to this issue. And they don't. And they don't. It's like the old John Stuart Mill thing, you know, you're my... Your freedom to swing your arms is uh, is unencumbered right up to the point where it ends at my nose. It ends at your nose. And so here we're dealing with somebody else's nose. Yeah. It's a harm principle. That not that all we're concerned about? Yes. Take that out, and I think you're not going to have anyone picketing in the street about even your unnecessary surgeries, even though we might be against it and we might think, I mean... I, they I would. Should, they should be counted I wouldn't be so libertarian it. that I would think they should be able to do that because I think... People who are psychologically screwed up—you don't—you're not—you're not doing them any good. You're not loving those people by letting right. them carve themselves. Okay, and do we do we answer that during this time? I mean, are we just putting this out here and just saying, well, you know, here's the main arguments, and later we're going to get to something else? No, I think or, we're, we're we've answered that on this particular point by saying the body within their body is not their body. And we we've done that over and over yeah. again at, fact, throughout so, this whole time. Well, yeah, but in fact, but I think some of it's how you say it. I mean. I think someone might be surprised, but if let's say somebody said to you, "Well, you know what? I just believe women have a moral right to, to decide what to do with their bodies." You know, you could say, "I totally agree." Yeah, I have no disagreement with that whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. not even an argument Absolutely. that I would. I mean, we're on the same page here. We just haven't addressed the issue yet. Right. Which you know, so does that mean that the female inside of a uterus has the right to do with her body what uh-uh. she would like to do with her body? And then the basic deal is again, you know, we got we got separate heartbeats. We got uh, yeah, it's a you know, it's I mean, a distinct unit, yeah. separate DNA. Whole, it's a yeah. unique again. That's and where a DNA DNA is a big thing. Separate DNA, separate yeah. blood type, yeah. even sometimes. You well, know? that's I mean, where the whole thing of at the end of the day, what oftentimes the people who are advocates of abortion or pro-choice advocates or whatever also tend to be in the camp of calling certain people science deniers that's where they become science deniers Mm -hmm. they're denying science they're denying basic Mm. biology so so we go we just have to push them on it right yeah Yeah. i think so so what about the right to an abortion is vital for gender equality because and doesn't, for it, centuries, it, for, for sometimes I think that this this really is you know and I, I hover around different things but I really think that this sometimes this is the starting point right now this is what I see more than anything else it's kind of this idea that that the main arguments I've never heard before that I am hearing today is kind of like well if you were a man and a man got pregnant you know you'd yeah, be doing well, something different and course. you yeah. guys are deciding on you guys have decided on women forever and you're still trying to it's fine uh, finally we take back control right. well, of, I mean, our, of ourselves and uh, the, we have equality with men because right. we are not equal with you all right now and until we gain all these rights we will not see ourselves as equal. Right. Well, because for millennia, men have been having abortions freely and un- unencumbered by society and the government. 
men can't have abortions. And I get what they're saying is that why should women be forced to ha bear a child that I they don't want to? I thought there was going to be something profound about we, how men actually have been having abortions. Is abortion of the heart or something? I would, I, don't know. I would, I would, I would hope. Because <laughs> she was just so serious. Whenever she was looking at me, men have been having abortions. Right. Okay. Well, that, that I would hope that my deadpan would need to be qualified. <laughs> that that was pure it normally sarcasm. doesn't. But <laughs> because men can't have abortions because men can't get pregnant because men don't have uteruses. Um, but I, that's kind of that argument is that for gender equality, forcing a woman, it's like this Handmaid's Tale. We talked about that in a previous episode. Like it's the world of the Handmaid's Tale where women are just there as chattel, birthing chattel. You know, they're just round, they're corralled up to, you know, sustain the human or propagate human life or yeah, whatever. It, and it, it's just. It's strange too because that whole, that whole weird scenario that some people like to paint as if, you know, here are some all-powerful misogynistic men, and their one goal in life is to, this is what they want more than anything from women, to make them have babies. Right. <laughs> and yet, miso listen, misogynistic men, they would like to use women for their own uh, means and their own, but it ain't, it, their main thing they want from them ain't babies. In fact, it's quite the opposite. Yeah. In fact, if men, <clears throat> this is one of the arguments, by the way, that goes directly against this that people have made. You'll never hear this most places, but that abortion is sort of a shrewd male plot. Mm -hmm. And and men who are big allies have everything to gain yeah. because who really wants to have who who really wants to see hey, who the was women the consequence that, of the who, action that brings it if, about? Yeah. If we were to if we were to just look across the entire nation and say. Who are most of the most, men who have who are having relations with women and want a baby? Chances, I'd say, ninety percent of them or more are married, are married. to them, yeah. and it's They're a good situation. Yeah, and yeah. if you're if you're a male who says, "Hey, she, I got her pregnant," and you're out of here and you run, I mean, your morals aren't such that you are gonna say, "Hey, I want to get in a situation where I don't have to run anymore." You know, it's it's I want to be in these situations where it just I can keep on having sex with this person without, without consequences. the consequences. Exactly, the kind of men who really, really want to treat women like like public toilets yeah. okay are the kind of men who would love the idea that the that every possible means of baby disposal is available easily and in the, and on the cheap yeah because this affords the lifestyle and i think that they sort of co-opt the women into this by convincing them that oh this is about your rights i think it's a similar thing huh. to the way that they've turned a generation of women um away from modesty and into you know showing their bodies more and putting it out there by telling them that empowers you, babe. Yeah, yeah being objectified. Yeah. Oh, it's a, oh, you really have my interest in mind, don't you? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, we, you've hornswoggled all these women into showing you the goods. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, aren't they? In some ways, I hear this sometimes, and I think your argument is with your maker here, because it'll be like, okay, we want full, total equality on everything, unless you're God, and you can and you can do a Thanos snap your fingers and re re you know change the entire structure of all reality from the beginning, you ain't gonna make everything equal. No. Because if everything's equal, I have every bit of the talent, money, I mean, every single thing anyone else has, everyone else must have. You see what I'm saying? Like there in fact it would eliminate all variation in Yeah, among there, there would be no humanity. So we would lose our very humanity. If a woman looks out and says, This ain't fair because men have an advantage over women, which is we get pregnant, they don't. 
take it up with the Lord God Almighty. That's his deal. We yeah. didn't we didn't get together in a room. Men didn't get together in a room and hatch out a plot. Or, or if you don't by which believe women in the Lord, take babies. it up with Mother Nature or whatever yeah. else, fatalism, yeah. whatever. Yeah. That's the way that it take is. Take it up take with it those up with, those yeah. blind, directionless forces take, take it up of with natural Richard selection. <laughs> take it up with Richard Dawkins. It's a biologist. Yeah. It's all their fault. <laughs> yeah. Now I, I understand what they may say. Okay, we're going to get the, get in the situation to where we're continually having to have the babies, and now the guy can just run off. And that kind of gets to the to the next one where it's. Uh, the right the right to abortion is vital for individual women to achieve their full potential. You get somebody to run off, and now my whole life has changed. Everything's different than it was before, and I had all these plans. And again, I know we've mentioned this before, but focusing in on it, I, I do think that this kind of stuff, this emotional stuff, it, it's still the emotional stuff that we're dealing with, but it's the most powerful of anything because emotions yeah. unchecked and without any way to think through them are gonna, are always going to rule the day and right. in everybody's lives. And so here's the deal, we can't achieve our full potential. That is now what is our full potential? Our full potential has to be whatever we want it to be. And we can't have any of life dictate that full potential. We can't have anything come in and change that full potential that we could change ourselves. So something gets in the way and you can remove it. Yeah. Then we should have the right to remove that. It doesn't make uh, you know everybody want to remove that. It doesn't make it necessarily right, but we have the opportunity. We don't have the opportunity. Let's say, as a, if I'm a woman, I don't have the opportunity to create a new talent within me or a new disposition towards a drive towards different things. I am the way that I am, but this doesn't have to right. be. This is one of the things that doesn't well, have to be. Here, I can change. Well, here's the thing. I can control. That's where that's where I would argue like essentially the logical entailment. I guess it's almost a, a, a reductio argument of like reducing it to the absurd. And I say, oh, okay. Well, if removing the baby from your womb, you know, you want to have the right to do that because that inhibits you from, you know, these opportunities. Well, what if you, what if you have been a mother for a few years and yeah. then all of a sudden these opportunities come up and the, the dad bolted a couple of years ago, but all of a sudden these opportunities come up, but you can't just up and leave because you have an obligation to care for your two-year-old. Well, if you can use that reasoning to rid yourself of the human in your womb, What's to keep you from ridding yourself from the human, the two-year-old human in front of you? Yeah. Well, Why a, is it, it just a difference of location? Yeah, it seems like does, there's does a, a bigger, yeah. um, I don't know, a, a bigger worldview perspective and how you even view, um, you know, having kids, babies, children, whatever. It sounds like sometimes when you hear it, it's the main focus is, is baby equals burden. Yeah. And it's sort of like, uh, you know, you have the testimonies of so many women who will say... As opposed to the blessing that exactly, they are. Exactly. Biblically, biblically yes. time and again, it's always like, it's a blessing. In our culture, I think this emphasis that... It puts it in the mind of young girls sometimes, I think. It poisons their mind. It gives them a, a jaded, screwy view. I mean, naturally and by design, women are supposed to have a give certain birth. disposition toward it, it, that we their can own give birth is an amazing not to see thing. it as an alien it's like remember that famous thing when obama was saying if my daughter gets pregnant i don't want her punished with a baby you know yeah and it's like punished it's like 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 to hear like i'm going to send you i'm going to send you this affliction this punishment this this little oppressor 
Right. Uh, and, 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 <laughs> a thorn in your side. Instead of you being your yeah. great blessing and this thing that naturally I would say mothers should feel. And mothers, by the way, later often they do. They tend to. Numbers yeah. of women regret their former views. And even how many testimonies are there of women who almost had abortions? All You know this whole story. And because, because once the real visceral emotion kicks in, it's, it's very natural and almost innate, they realize how foolish that idea was. So to me, there's a whole convoluted understanding. Uh, and, and by the way, some of the radical feminists uh, will, will spew a lot of hatred against women who make the choice. Talk about, I thought it was a woman's right to choose. But there are women who will come out against and, and be angry with and say mean things about women who say, career women I mean, important women, intelligent career, whatever women, and they'll say, those women will decide, you know what, I want to be a mother. Yeah. And that matters to me more. So talk about your full potential. Yep. Just let a woman say, you know what, I think part of my full potential is my calling on motherhood. Then some of these other people will say terrible, rotten things against them and wish to bully them and call them names. But why can't your choice be that? Now, of course, I think a lot of this sidesteps so much real oppression anyway. And to me, you're being cruel to women around the world when you falsely pretend that the, their right to an abortion is the most important thing keeping women down. And I found it, I, I read another thing that was saying this where, so, so there's a woman uh, who quoted here, and she says, she says, there are women who are raped and become pregnant. The big problem is that they were raped, not that they are pregnant. Mm. There are women who are starving who become pregnant, and the problem is that they are starving. Not that they are pregnant. So what she's saying is, um, there the, we this is a this is a false hierarchy of women's of things that oppress women. You know, so some of these idiots today, you say, what are the top ten pro things that keep women down? Number one is a boy. You know, the, access uh, to abortion. Limited access, access to abortion. And it's like so you have millions of women around the world saying, "Are you nuts? Are you nuts?" That's like that's 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 as callous as me saying the number one problem that all of us face is. Uh, our Wi-Fi is too slow, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So won't you tell that to like a billion people who who uh, who are battling disease and starvation and yeah. oppressive governments and all this other stuff that people deal with? So it's a it's a skewed understanding of what the challenge, the real what the problems fundamental problem women. is, right? It's, and that's not it. So, yeah. To me, it's it's a foolish, narrow, childish view of what keeps women down. That's right. Next one, banning abortions puts women at risk by forcing them to use illegal abortionists. Now, this one classical, right? I mean, this is back alley. It's, back it's a pragmatic. It's a, it's a pragmatic argument, right. isn't it? Right, because I mean, I mean, really, at the end of the day, don't we all want to be able to murder in a sterile environment? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Isn't that what we really want? Yeah. Again, probably. this was deadpan sarcasm, <laughs> just so for the listeners that are don't well, pick up on that. It is, it is, and it's amazing that I, I do hear this, and I've heard this over and over oh, and over yeah. again. And every time I hear it, I think to myself, "Did you actually just make that argument? I mean, do you understand?" How uh, how many things you could apply that exact same principle to in a ridiculous manner? You know the the ad absurdum argument. Once again, it's just we take the, these things and we don't understand the implications of what we're saying and just saying, well, we just we need some sterile. So I everything else may be gone, but this one's really the capper. 
you know otherwise it will be an unsterile event where people go and do something because illegal it's yeah. Life. yeah well it attempts to this is a utilitarian Argument. line of argument. Carolyn. you're saying you're saying i think it implies that you'll have just as many abortions either way but this one on one side you'll have this you'll have the same number but women won't die and suffer and get disease and it won't be this terrible thing on the you know see what i'm saying so it's so, making it safer in in some ways you know there are a lot of moral questions where you sometimes get this and you think of the parent who says well i don't like my kids doing all that cocaine but at least at least if at they least do it under mom. my roof well, the cool mom the cool mom i i buy the alcohol it. for the it's, 16 year olds i'll make sure they don't drive after they after they right. do a line yeah, and i give yeah. my i give my kids you know not only uh condoms but clean needles as they walk out the door <laughs> right so, i mean it's, exactly it's and here's exactly. by the way here, here here's one i hear sometimes and imagine now this this one conceals a view of abortion not always admitting it how about this one? Well, you know, I th I've seen some statistics that show that one way to actually reduce the number of abortions is by legalizing it. Because if I don't know what their reasoning is, but let's just assume that there's some study that might say that. Yeah. First of all, you're implying that it's wrong if you're saying, should to we reduce, have fewer? Right. Yeah. If we should, why? why? Now, let's say, let's say that, let's. But but when you get aside from that, you might they might say, well, I don't think it's a big deal. But I mean, I'm saying that for you, yeah, because you're against it, and you'll have fewer if you legalize it. Well, now look from a utilitarian point of view, if that were true, I'm open to hearing that, yeah, because I would want fewer, right? But I'm highly suspicious that I mean. You know what I mean? That this is yeah. this is an empirical debate. Well, it's just it's like a science, it's a social. One hundred twenty-five thousand abortions a day. Yeah, that's that's where we're at right now. So, so legalize it, and that's going down. Yeah. Somehow? Well, I'd like to think like now that certain places have legalized marijuana, I wonder. if... Well, no, I mean, getting back here, here's, here's the better one. I'm sure that in Colorado, nobody's getting Here's the much better one because marijuana is not dangerous normally in, in any sense. No, from but I'm a, just making a parallel. Just but but no, I mean, let's, let's take, let's take uh, two things. Let's take the opioid epidemic that we're going through right now, which uh -huh. I'm very familiar with, yes. and say, um, okay, let's, let, let's say that because we're not giving people the pills and we're having them go through such a hard means to get them now... Now we have cases where they are actually robbing convenience stores and some of them getting hurt and killed or killing somebody in the process. Mm -hmm. So let's give them all away. Because heroin, we don't know what's going on with the heroin makers. We don't know how good, what they're mixing it with, yeah, anything else. Let's make sure yeah. the heroin we give them is right, give them clean needle. Well, it's the, the same thing. For, I'm getting across yeah. the board. I just see, I don't see any rationale behind this to say because it can be done wrong and because it will be abused therefore we put it all on the table now yeah. and say it's completely legal it I, yeah it's it and again it's missing the first principle which that's what we're going to end with so what's the we have what two more arguments no there's one more on the one list more. and frankly this is the one that i'm not entirely sure what it means we kind of have to read okay. it between the lines but it's the one that had the had the the, the you know the, the million dollar phrase in it the right to abortion should be part of a Portfolio. Portfolio of pregnancy rights. I don't understand that. <laughs> that enables women to make truly free choice whether to end a pregnancy. Well, you got options. They want options. They want you to open a book and say, "Here's your abortion option." Let me you know, show you my portfolio. Your life option. Here's your, you know, I mean, it's just. 
look, here's your early term abortion. Like, here's your late term abortion. Here's your, would you a like. A portfolio of pregnancy. I mean, no, we got we got a right to have this page in here. You know, there's other, 10 other pages, you know, what of other options. What are associated? What is it like? A, a portfolio of pregnancy rights, what? Having a midwife, having a home birth well, versus going to the hospital? What it's, are pregnancy rights? It's adoption. Rights? It's I, keeping it. It's. No. That adoption, all those, oh, like okay, you already like have being all those able, rights. I yeah. get it now. So yeah. like, so yeah, that the right to adopt, put your child up for adoption is allowed. So that's pretty much it. Your so pregnancy right is maybe to the adopt portfolio or, is mostly complete. It's ninety nine percent complete portfolio. You're just missing this one thing, so that it's not a full portfolio. I'm asking, what yeah. are the other things? Well, I mean, maybe it's like this. Maybe I it's like this. Okay, you can try. Way. Although they want to put this in the book. Uh, there have been women who have tried to go out there and stay pregnant yet pursue oh. their dreams. Like, here's an example, and I'd put up my mother, you know, she had kids mm -hmm. and she continued through school and did all the stuff. And it, Or you can set aside all that to later. I mean, there's just, well, I, maybe, I'm not saying, I don't, yeah. I don't really know what's in their mind, maybe but I know what a portfolio is here. Like uh, in vitro. In vitro, in utero, or whatever you know those. Types okay, but well, let's, either way, well, yeah. What is it? What is the basic thing? Can, can we reinterpret um, this into something that is more commonly heard today that I think everyone hears all the time, and that is healthcare, right? Access to full access to healthcare for women, or AKA reproductive rights. Now, this is the pet favored phrase among all the politicians. So. You could listen to all, for example, currently, you know, there's like 650 people running for president, I think. Yes. On the, and, yeah. and all of them will use that phrase. You will listen real hard and in vain to hear the word abortion come out of their mouths, typically. I think yeah. they're not, they do not want to say that word much. What they do want to say is protecting women's health care decisions, health care rights, reproductive rights, which, again, this takes us back to that first point when we said, when, you know, remember that. I believe in the woman has the right to do what she wants with her body, and we said, "Yeah, me too." Yeah. <laughs> well, it's dishonest and disingenuous to keep pluralizing this thing, to keep having this mystery group of rights. I believe, or 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 this this um, collective um, plural thing called healthcare, like this, mm -hmm. when we don't care about any of that other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're kind of like trying to hide it in a crowd. Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to just s slip abortion like, incognito it, into like, this large thing, and then I'm going to pretend. It's like pork that you people into a don't. Law. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? It's, it's like pork in a law. No, it's, no, nobody's reading. Yeah, the but fine it's print. totally dishonest because everyone who hears that every time they pluralize and say rights uh, or say healthcare generically, somebody should say, "What do you mean? Uh, you, why do you need to protect?" anything else why are you trying to fight who's trying to take away anything else your women's dental care huh how about that one uh the right for women to to go in and get breast exams for cancer anyone curtailing that right anyone no. threatening that right in fact is anybody threatening well, not, any right besides this, that the one we're talking it, about you know health care is what i want to know it's not health they're not concerned about the health of the person right. in the womb and uh, what about the females well it's their own health of course i mean but, but it's 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 again. It's just this coming because back. Because their to health this. is put in. Are you assuming it's a tumor, so it's unhealthy to keep health, it? Is their health compromised? So well, maybe if it were, 
you know, 1815, and, you know, their chance of dying at childbirth, but uh, we've come a quite a long way yeah. since then, so yeah. I don't know. And I would never see this as probably, I mean, maybe it is, but I want to see this as a as a, one of the central arguments. I just see the two things as gender equality, and related to that is women becoming their full potential, and that is, uh, if men yeah. can do it over there, and I think that this has a very theological base back in Genesis chapter 1, if we're looking at it that way, you know, and, and Well, the Bible tells men that they're responsible right. for children that they sire. Well, I'm talking about the Genesis oh. 1 fall, you know. Oh, so, oh, gotcha, gotcha. I mean, we're not going to get into that, but I think that that is what is at issue here. I think that there's just this continual battle, and this is just the manifestation of that battle. That's interesting, like of wanting to rule over. Yeah. That's a, that's a very good point. Well, and, and, and think, think about it. You know, we're, we're trying to make a plea for honesty in these arguments. So, so it's dishonest to say, to, to suggest that pro-life people somehow want to, quote, control women. They don't. No. They have no, they don't care what they do. They just don't, stopping just short more, of taking a life, you do what you would do Any more please. than you would restrict a woman. A woman doesn't have full bodily autonomy, incidentally. Like, right. for example, I don't have the right to take a gun and shoot someone with right. my body. I my am limited. So yes. that's the pain. You, you have a bodily autonomy up until the point that you are bringing an end to an innocent human life. Yeah, and and, and and what about the what about I mean the the honesty of Here's another dishonest one of uh, implying that most abortions have to do with situations that represent like one percent or something. It's not even one full one percent of like the most extreme cases, rape and incest. But then, right. But then you look like abolishing an abortion has a great sign, and it's just two aborted fetuses. Which one of these was conceived in rape and incest? Which one was conceived under normal right. circumstances? How do you again? But, that gets down right. to the first principle. So, so there's but there for rhetorical purposes. Um, People will often argue, and 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 all they'll mention are hard luck cases. Yeah. Like you know, consider this poor woman, yeah. Sally so and so. Yeah. An ectopic pregnancy or some hardship, so or incestuous, whatever it is, um, and some old meanie is going to force her into this terrible yeah. experience of. But okay, what if we were to call that bluff? What if we were to call the bluff and say, for the sake of, if, what if we well, took I, a by, by the way, I actually saw saw that. I mean, I actually saw that this morning on uh, somebody's comment, a comment on something I was reading that said, uh, women are forced in Muslim countries to carry the babies of that they have while raped for the entire term. And do you want that in our country? And it's kind of like all of a sudden. We're Muslim, you know. Yeah, and by the way, oh well, well we're the evangelical Taliban. That's well, what, what I would say to them called. is, um, why are you so? Why are you such an Islamophobe that you criticize? Yeah, because uh, <laughs> that's how you play their game. But I, 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 but I think you can call that bluff when they when they say that. You and for the sake of for the pra practicality's sake, you could say, okay, we'll strike a deal right now. We will allow. For the sake of argument, let's say we will allow every single abortion from here on free, free. We'll pay for it. That that where 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 the baby's guaranteed to die or the mother's uh, has serious risk that she might die, yeah. or it will let's even throw in you can prove that it was rape or incest. Yeah. Will you make that deal? 
They will never, they make no. ever no. make that deal. Ever. Because it shows that, that that's just a smokescreen. Right. And it is. But, and, that's, and that's why we should never concede on those points. No. But they wouldn't. Be, and and that would, that, their, in a, their unwillingness to would demonstrate the dishonesty of this. This is really about, let's face it, this is part of the, this is another vestige of the ongoing sexual revolution. It's part of the convenience of... You know the 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 inconvenience of uh, sexual autonomy and liberty. That's really what this is, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It is, and it's it's forgoing the very first principle of anything. Like we were saying earlier before we started recording, uh, with any kind of law or ethical situation, what really ultimately is the first principle that you're driving at? And with abortion, the first principle is, which is not mentioned by those people that are in favor for it and advocating for it, is whether or not. You're dealing, the question is, is it ever right to take an innocent human life? Right. And that's a question that they can't answer. That's the question. And they will not answer, because, and that's why all these other things come up in the place of it, and they're elevating bodily autonomy, gender equality, all of that above that the innocent life and the, the protection of innocent human life, because once you remove that, any other liberties that's afforded to right. that person are null and void. Could we put it in the simple so, terms that we've probably heard lots of times, I think it's still true, where... I don't know who came up with it first, where they say, if abortion is not is not wrongly taking the life of a human being, you need no moral justification to do it. That's right. If it is, you're going, you, you either you A, there either it. is no justification, or, uh, well, depending on how you word it. If you're saying it's an unjustified killing, then it's unjustified. Yeah. If, you leave, if you define it as just that it's taking a life, then you'd say... Well, what justifications do we normally allow for taking a life? We you, we do. Yeah. Or there's self defense. You know, protection of someone else. Like I was, I killed him because he was about to kill a kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's war. I don't know. You yeah. can and punishments. Would any of those apply no. to the human to the in utero? I mean, I don't see how you would apply yeah. those unless That's you did the, unless so you did the one where it might take the woman's life, life right, and right. then. I don't know but, how you but, elevate but her life over the child. That would mean that the, the the threat itself is like it's an it's a volitional act on the part of the aggressor. Saying, uh, okay, I'm a Christian. I listen to you guys through listening through all this. What what do I actually? How do I actually conduct my life day to day on this whole issue? Like, what do I say to people? <coughs> what should the church be doing? I mean, that's sort of practical stuff. What would we say to that? I think the church, well, I think in, as far as what the church should be doing, um, they need to be much more vocal about it because, look, there's local abortion clinics that have people come through with a certain local church tag on on their window. Like it's a church, a very famous church around here, and they have that sticker on their window, driving into an abortion clinic. Hmm. Common occurrence. Because I know people that that go out to these places and are pleading with people, and they, they they've said that firsthand that, that they see that all the time. So I think the church could be more active in what they do in taking a stand against it. I don't you know, know I, I think of course. Like. Here's what I would say if 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 you were to ask me, and that's where I stand right now is deal with it as much as as uh, as, as it's brought up in the Bible in those circumstances. You know, I don't say to go out of your way all the time to be bringing this up because I do think that there's there is a sensitivity and there is a tactfulness that there are certain venues in which we can engage in this in a more productive way. Yeah. 
But if your church, you know, is because there's a few churches around here that I just see as political churches, and I don't, I won't even go to them. I don't like I everything being, yeah, yeah, everything being brought up. You got and the it's flag just in the back. Of, you mean they got the flag hanging in the background? The the <laughs> evil world that's going on, and here's where where we do, here's what we do in our government. And I know it's all biblical, and I understand that because what they're doing, what they're saying is is to stand up for what's right, and I'm not against that at all. But I think in the churches, I think there's multiple ways. There's a way in which you deal with it from the top down and then there's kind of a grassroots way right. in which you're going to have certain people that have these passions that that engage in it. Well, people need to be theologically grounded first off and that's one thing the church can do is you know what I mean equip their people better but that's yeah. That's something we're always tr- striving that's a good to point. come alongside churches with because if if they are even in basic theological categories like humanity what constitutes humanity well i mean here here's so here's getting back to what clinton clinton does it's it's teach people how to think yes and then you can trust them whenever they come to these exactly. issues and i mean we were not doing a good job of that yeah, and as long not. as we keep on not doing a good job of that it doesn't matter how many protests we set up how much we yeah. do we're picketing just our emotions on the other side so we're not picketing any type of tactfulness yeah. or Ground or tactics and yeah. if we did that we would also help um we would help alleviate some of the false accusation because as you said michael about some churches i hear people say i've heard this more than once well you know you just you guys you know the churches and christian people they just you just say that stuff because you're all republicans mm-hmm. it's like cart before the horse see as if mm-hmm. as if we're following the great commission of all authority on uh-huh. heaven and earth is given to me go therefore and vote republican yeah but see that, I would say be conservative. So, yeah. <laughs> if you're a Christian, obviously. And, but that's the thing is, we are putting we're putting the truth and the teaching and the doctrine first. Yeah. If a party, if a movement lines up with it and is it, for it, it best reflects then it. then I say kudos to them because yeah. I'm always for truth. Yeah. And tomorrow, if that same group uh, turns their back on it, I'm not beholden to them, no. and I will call them out because that's they're right. not my authority. That's right. And so I think you're right that if if we are. If, if when it comes to doctrine and teaching, we're, we're really equipping people well to think through it carefully and, and to talk with people. And they can see how it corresponds to the political realm. Right. Yeah. Then, the act, then the activity, the arms and legs of the church, can do the charity work, can do, can do the actual, yeah. uh, you know, the praxis. hands <laughs> and feet of Jesus to go out there. And then you have clinics. Right. And I think a lot of women who are in these situations, a lot, I, I really admire all these churches that with volunteers and medical people too, by the yeah. way, who will give their time, and and uh, you know because you you women thank you later because they don't they don't make this big regretful decision where because nobody you know they sometimes all it takes is they see their baby on the screen. Yeah. That's not even an argument, really. That's just a visual. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it taps into some innate truth that's been suppressed because they've been sure. denying the science. Absolutely. And now they say, wait a dang minute. That's, that's, a, a that's my baby there. That's a person. That's a he or a she yeah. or a Z. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, uh, so, or a they. So, <laughs> right. And so the churches then can do that and be active in doing that and put their kind of money where their mouth is to help the situation. And families can be open to which, adopt. Which, incidentally, churches are doing because people do. are like, well, you're just... You're all you are is pro life. You're not pro baby or whatever it is <laughs> yeah, they yeah. say because you don't want to advocate for government programs. Right. And it's like, no, we don't want to advocate for government programs for different We want to advocate principles. that families raise them. That's right. And we want to advocate that the church 
is a charitable institution, not the government. We want to advocate that it is in the hands of the churches, and it and it is evidence that the churches are out we're, there. We're in that point. Somebody says that. So say, I, don't, I, don't, I don't. sense. I don't care about any of that other stuff right now. You know, you don't. You don't know where I stand on any of that. You know, you don't understand know what I vote for. All I want to do is talk about the abortion. You know, that's right. all. Folks, and just like anything else, anytime people try to set a set of dominoes one way or the other because you have some type of view, yeah. all you, you can do is just get it back to the issue. It's just and a logical fallacy, but good luck trying to get people to avoid logical fallacies in today's climate. That's obviously a genetic fallacy, right? Yeah. Of sorts, you know, or like, well, you're only saying that because of this. It's like, if look, if because lo- you were that. If careful logic dictated it, this issue, it wouldn't look like it does it today in the like culture. Does, yeah. Yeah, but true. incidentally, we should we could live on a we could live on a positive note. Uh, we yes. mentioned this before. That sounds good. Uh, l- lest we have doom and gloom all around, polls seem to show that unlike some, there are some other cultural battles that, that are go on. This one, I think a, I think pro life is a powerful enough intuitive thing that it still holds its own, and even among young people, you mm. s- it's there. People aren't just going wholesale, despite yeah. what, despite kind of like the fact what that the media and entertainment are yeah. all on one side of this. But nevertheless, I think, from what I can tell, it's not like some uh, doomsday scenario where it's just going to be like Molech wins the day. You know, yeah. um, I think that there is a that that's not to get us off the hook to say, okay, it's cool, you don't have to be involved in it or think about it. No, that's not true. But still, I don't want people to think that we're saying. Um, it's just like five of us against the world. It's yeah. it's it's us contra mundum over here right, right, right. on this thing. It's not. There are a lot Our of people. Yeah. yeah. Theology 